When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 6, Episode 10, Chapter Titled. And in case I don't see ya. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And we're on TV. I, no, we're not on TV. I was just trying to tie it into the episode. Have you, did you ever think that you were on TV though? Uh, no. You didn't see the German show and you were like, that's definitely happening to me right now. No. Mm. No, because, like, I, like, went out of the country and stuff. Like, I left the state. Like, it wasn't like I was just in this one place all the time. Mm. And back then, it wasn't like the technology that we have now. Now we could definitely be on TV all the time. Mm. But, no. Well, are we? I don't know, but I can't get dressed in here if your camera on your computer is turned around towards, like, our whole room. You can't get... So, like, my work computer is sitting on top of my monitor in our room because I have Zoom calls. Like, I have meetings every day that that I have to be on video for. And it doesn't matter if, like, it is turned around. Tanya's still like, am I good? Like, there's not another camera. And sometimes he's like, yeah, just get dressed. And I still go in our bathroom and I get dressed. Yes. She's a prude. She doesn't want my work people to see her in her skivvies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Um, so you never felt that way? No. I did. did you? Yeah. I can imagine you did. A lot. Like, stuff would happen and I'd just be like, that's definitely because I'm on camera. Mm-hmm. There were times, like, I remember... Trying to think of things that I would do. As a teenage boy, there are things you do. And I think to an extent, like, I would always kind of like, even if like, I'm going to pick my nose, right? I'm going to pick my nose in private. And I would just kind of like, look around like, am I being watched? Is there a camera? Should I pick my nose? And now the answer is yes. What? I should pick my nose? No, there's cameras (laughs) everywhere. Okay. Like, the probability of a camera watching you pick your nose is, like, 95%. Like, if you're holding your phone in your hand and you're, like, looking at something on your phone and you are picking your nose at the same time, there's a 95% chance that your phone picked that up. Somebody at Amazon is just like, oh, here here it goes. It and they all like cheer. Yeah. No. Can and then you, imagine? you eat it and they're like, oh. oh gross. <laughs> uh, can you imagine like if there's a person just like sitting and watching phone cameras like with the NSA or with with uh, uh, Amazon or Google or whatever. They see some wild shit. Exactly. They have to be so desensitized where it's just like, huh. Look at that couple having sex. Blech. Or the fact Boring. that we don't, like, take a shit without our phones. Oh, yeah. They just see that all the time. They see people's shit face. Yeah. Well, that's Constantly. The, like, they memorize your shit face. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, every, I don't, he never makes that face unless he's trying to, trying to push shit out. This is just rude in You started it. <laughs> you said that. Um, anyway, that was my question. What have you been up to lately? Um, have I been up to anything? Yes. Oh, shit. Hold on. Um. Thursday was a big day for you. Oh, I played D&D. I don't remember things. I played D&D for the first time with strangers. With one person that I know. Um, he may hear this at some point. Todd, uh, probably not. I think Miranda would also have to catch up, and that's never gonna happen. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. Um, but... I didn't know anybody else, and I have never done that before in a in a in a in person group. Mm-hmm. And I'm not good with meeting. Hold on, I get very nervous about meeting people. Um, I always feel like it's going to be so exhausting because I have to kind of try to perform almost when I meet people. I don't know why I'm like that, but I am, and um, it was good. It was fun. I had a good time. I didn't play. (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm joining a game in the middle. I'm not in the middle. They've played for a month or so. 
So I'm joining in. You can't just, I mean, that's not how D&D works. It's supposed to be some semblance of reality. It can't be like, and now this guy's appeared. Like, you have to make it work within the story. So um, the DM worked to kind of find a spot that would be good for me, and I kind of worked that into my story. So it was all, like, set in stone. They had to get to where I was, and then they just didn't. (laughs) But I got to sit there, and I got to make jokes with them, at them, and comment on the D&D game. And I didn't have to roll anything or or do anything in particular. And this is the only way Alden wants to play D&D from now that's on. That's my shit. I, 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 that's, my, that's my bag. To quote Austin Powers. <laughs> like, if I can just sit there and, like, that's like work calls. I'll it's be like, like that too. It's like watching a D&D live show, but also mm-hmm. getting to talk to the people who are playing. Like, when we have work meetings and it's just, like, five or six people and I know the rest of them all got this and they don't need me at all, I can just sit back, wait for a good spot to make a joke, make everybody laugh, and then they move on about their business and they think, Alden participated. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's uh, that's my jam. Anyway, I had a good time and, and next week, hopefully, I'll get to actually play. But, but if you don't, you know you'll have a good time. Right. And, and that was... Literally the ideal situation. Mm-hmm. Me getting to go and just kind of hang out and get to know everybody and and know that they're not like, um, D and D's tough. It's it's really tough to find a good group of people to play with. Um, and there's a lot of gatekeeping and like, yeah. and there's so many people who and I was talking to some friends about this. Like, I I was worried because anytime I've played online, like the group has been awful and annoying and obnoxious. And I think with, with D&D, you get a lot of, like, super nerdy, weird people like that. But, like, that was a that's a bad way to word it because I'm super nerdy and weird. And most of my friends are. It's just, it's the people who don't understand boundaries and, and just constantly want to talk over everyone else. And I think D&D kind of attracts people like that. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I'm really, really glad that th- this group seems great and and everyone seemed to be there to have a good time and and to play the story and to actually like try to 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 make things happen. Um, they're not there to win D and D. They're there to have a fun playing with friends and and tell the story together. Um, and and I'm also lucky that some of the guys have never played at all. Mm-hmm. So like I thought I was coming in with a lack of knowledge. But uh, there are other people who know less than me, so I don't feel as nervous. That's great. Yep. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. And watching so much wrestling and listening to punk rock again like a teenager. Is this your midlife crisis? That's what I told um, Kalam the other day. Uh, I've gotten back into punk rock like it's a midlife crisis. Like, I just, all the time, I'm like, yes, this is so good. I, I forgot how good Bad Religion is. And did you know they've been releasing music? Like, I stopped listening to punk rock for the for a long time. They kept doing stuff. So now Fancy I have more that. Now I have more stuff. Anyway, what have you been up to, Tanya? I haven't been up to nearly as much as you. I just <laughs> like I got sick and I got ear infections and I stayed home for an extra day this week and I binge watched Sex Education on Netflix just in time for the new season to come out yesterday or Friday. Yeah, I was sick last week. That was my sick episode, and this week is Tanya's. Yeah, I can't hear very well. Huh? I can't hear very well. What? I can't. I can talk. Yeah, never mind. Um. Anyway, so do you recommend Sex Education? I 100% do. It okay. is phenomenal. And it's one of those shows that I've wanted to watch really, really bad, but based on, like, the, uh, like, graphic nature of the show, I can't just have it on while the kids are running in and out of our room. Um, So having them at school and I could sit in a living room, I was like, this is the perfect opportunity. Like, they've been at home for almost two years. And so, like, I had to limit what I watched when they were around to like a little bit of stuff i can just like hit pause but sex education it's really like every 15 minutes i would have to like turn the tv off if they were to walk into the room right so but it's fantastic 
The characters are so good. It's like, so there used to be a show called Skins and Mm. I was obsessed with it. Like I loved it so much. I love British television and Skins was like my favorite thing in the entire world. This show is like if Skins was lighthearted, sort of like Similar situations, except for, like, the kids are actually trying to understand what's going on with them. And, like, I don't know. It's just, it's so good. It's so good. But, yeah, that's literally it. So, it's, it seems like a good show. I, I don't, I haven't watched it, really. It's been on Tanya's phone. I've seen it uh, passing by. Um, it doesn't seem like a show I'd be crazy into. It, it just doesn't seem to hold my interest. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I can, I can recognize that it's a well-made show Mm -hmm. and it definitely seems to accurately portray the awkwardness of teenagers trying to figure this out, which is definitely a good thing for teenagers to see. Right. Um, that this is an awkward situation and it's awkward for everybody. Yeah, I, I definitely think, and, and I was thinking about that when I was like watching it, I've been watching it on my phone now to like stay caught up and the kids are home but I've been watching on my phone so it's not on the TV and like for the older kids I don't think it would be bad for them to watch it there's just so much nudity in it I feel like they would be too uncomfortable to watch it right and um no it has to be a thing that they watch and we don't tell them that they should watch it yeah like where where it's not sanctioned by us right they just have to stumble onto it because their friends are talking about it right yeah, if we told them to watch it, like that would be so be uncomfortable. Like, uh, and weird. Our parents told us to watch porn because <laughs> right. there's so much sex and just like penises everywhere. It's so much, but I don't think it would be bad for them to watch. Right, I get that. So anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what else we did? What do we do? Or did you have anything else that you oh, did no. that you want to talk uh-uh. about? You know what else we did then? <laughs> what did we do? We watched Boy Meets World Season 6, Episode 10, chapter titled. And in case I don't see ya. Does so, this does this title make sense to you? Uh yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. It didn't to you? No. Well, I I'll explain it, I guess, once we get to um the second scene. Um, and, and once we get to some of that, but I, I'll, I'll explain it some more, but yeah, this episode was directed by David Kendall. It was written by Barry Safchik. Okay. Um, we haven't heard of Safchik in a while. Safchik. Saf- Safchik. <laughs> oh man. Safchik wrote, um, shit. What episode was it? I don't remember, but I know the name, so I know he wrote it. Oh, Starry Night. Oh yeah. Yeah. So here goes. See how he does with this one. Classroom. Wait. Don't classroom me. Don't classroom me. What, what do you want me to do then? Blurb me. Okay. Blurb me up. All right. The blurb for this episode is Corey and Sean take advantage of their friendship with Feeny. Okay. Okay. Definitely not the A plot, but fine. Yeah, super not. Um, classroom or not now, Tanya. Why uh, did you try to do it early? We are not in the classroom. We're at Chucky's. The student union. Yep. I I wrote Chucky's down for sure. I definitely did too. But then I did that and I was like, what if this is somebody's first episode? And they're like, what is wrong with these people? Chucky's. I want to watch the child's play movies. I love those movies. Remember that one night we got drunk and we tried to watch them and then we just started laughing and we couldn't get through them? Yeah, that was... You mean... Every time we got drunk and tried to watch movies? Not necessarily true. We watched the Bill and Ted movie, the new one. That's true. That was one, though. Anytime we tried to watch multiple movies in a night while we were drinking, it never went well. We never even got through the first movie. That's We watched A Quiet Place that night. That night? Yeah, the night that we were turning on Child's Play. Because I was like, this movie sucked, and it wasn't even scary. It was just stupid. And, like, they can't, they couldn't have had sex. They can't even sleep, because if they slept, they would snore or fart in their sleep, and then they'd get get killed by monsters. Like, Which version of Chucky did you watch? Oh, no, 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 not Chucky. A Quiet Place. (laughs) We watched A Quiet Place. We were drinking. I was like, this isn't a horror movie. This is stupid. 
let's watch Child's Play. Yeah, everybody loved uh, A Quiet Place. We're not dis um, dismissing your opinion of it, but we didn't like it at all. No. It was ridiculous. Um, it's lucky. I mean, it, it's always good when we both agree on a mm-hmm. situation, because then we can just make fun of it. I tried to watch the second one. No, t- no, thank you. I tried to watch it recently. No, thanks. Everyone told me it's so much better than the first one, and it's, like, action-packed and all this stuff. Everybody loved the first one, though. I got through, like, 25 minutes of it, and I was like, how do they think they can carry a baby around and keep a baby quiet? Like, you can't keep a baby quiet. They right. would have been killed. Yeah. In two seconds. Yes. So then I turned it off. I think that day I watched Sweet Tooth. Changed my life forever. Hated it. And then loved it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're not in the classroom. We are at Chucky's um, with Goldberg the goalie. I didn't remember Goldberg be- being in Boy Meets World at all. And this is two episodes now. Well, he's like an actual character. Like, it's not even like a character where they're like, oh, well, we'll bring him in to act in this again. And he gets like a different name. He's the same guy. Yeah, he's Louis. Louis? Louis. Oh, I thought it was Louis. I'm pretty sure they said Louis, but. Oh, maybe. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I didn't write down because I just wrote down Goldberg. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, So they are sitting next to each other, Eric and Goldberg. Two separate tables. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eric's just sipping his coffee. He's got, like, books in front of him and stuff. And Goldberg's just like, <sighs> we're, like, the same. And Eric's like, what are you talking about? Like, he's like, I just, I hate them. The populars. And Eric's like, I'm very popular. What are you talking about? And they also, like, so after they do the whole, like, populars thing, Eric is like, I'm popular. Why don't you come sit with me? And Goldberg goes, nah. I'm good. Why don't you come sit with me? And Eric goes, no, I'm good. And Goldberg goes, I guess that's it then, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So then we hear that it's the Pembroke Harvest Mixer upstairs on the second floor and it's invitation only. And like the entire Chucky's clears out except for Goldberg and Eric. And Eric's like, well, I guess it's just us. And Goldberg stands up, he's got an invitation in his hand, and he's like, nope, it's just you. And he goes to the mixer. Yep, and then we cut to the apartment. Yep. We cut to the apartment. Eric is... um, Acting so strange. Acting very strange, looking directly at the camera. Like, fourth wall breaking, he's looking at us in our eyes. And he is talking about the coffee that Jack is drinking. Like, oh, did you get that coffee at the wherever? And Jack is like, why are you acting like this? And Rachel goes and dumps her food into the trash can. Jack says, why don't you just use the garbage disposal? Rachel gets mad at that and walks like storms out. And Eric like looks at the camera like, "Mm," like Jim from the office before Uh Jim from the office. And um, that's when they start to leave. And Eric goes, all right, have a good morning. If I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, which is from Truman's show. I Yeah, I did get that, but for some reason I didn't understand that as what the title was doing. Ah, well, I'm glad I could piece that together yeah, for you. Yeah, thank you. you. Um, yeah, anyway, I love the Truman show. I know you do. I know. We've watched it together. It yeah. was like we watched it together back when we were first dating. Yeah. You're like, I love this movie. It's one of my favorites. And also Brad Pitt is my favorite actor. And I'm just like, I don't know why I'm dating you, but I love you. Who's your favorite actor? Um, I don't yeah. think I have one anymore. I'm trying to think of someone that I enjoy in almost everything that they're in. So I think probably my favorite actor is Ewan McGregor. Yeah. And possibly my favorite actress is Carrie Mulligan, but I'm not I'm not 100% on that because I also love Ryan Reynolds in everything that he's in. Like there's nothing I don't like him in. So it's a toss up between those two, I think. Mm. Cuz Ryan Reynolds can do everything and so can Ewan McGregor. They can both sing. They can both be really funny. 
They can both be really messed up. And at the end of Smoke and Aces, when Ryan Reynolds is crying, I cried so hard in that serious moment with Ryan Reynolds. You have like favorite voice actors and stuff oh, like that, yeah. and like favorite wrestlers, which are also actors. So yeah. like you could say like my favorite actor is Chris Jericho, which is he's not, but you could say that. Hmm. I feel lost. I don't have a favorite actor. I don't even think I have a favorite actress. Like I think Kristen Bell has always been one of my fa- or my favorite, but I don't know. She doesn't do anything amazing. Who's someone that you could, like, if you were, like, scrolling through and you're like, I've never heard of this movie before, but this person is in it, so I'm going to watch it. Who would that be for you? Ryan Reynolds is up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely that name is enough. I mean, I've been a fan of his since Two Guys and a Girl in a Pizza Place. Um and when he was announced as Deadpool, like, that was the greatest thing in the world. Like, mm-hmm. I immediately, I'm, I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I be, but I don't watch movies. Like, I don't, I don't enjoy movies. And I've, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And I, that's a much longer conversation. And we're in the middle of talking about a Boy Meets World episode. But movies just don't have enough time for character development and that's what I like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, in an hour and a half, you can't really get the character development that I want. I, I don't mean to point out the obvious here, but like actors aren't just in movies. And we are talking about a show that has actors in it right now. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm like, when I'm thinking about my favorite actor, I absolutely was rolling through in my head. I'm rolling through movies. I'm not thinking about TV shows, and I don't know why that is. But yeah, there's plenty of TV actors. I mean, yeah, um, Bob Odenkirk is so great. Oh and, yeah, and um, what's his name? Heisenberg, um, Malcolm in the Middle, Dad. What the hell? Walter White. <laughs> yes. What's his name? Oh my God, I see him. Brian Cranston. Good God. Um, yeah. I, I'll get back to you. Everybody, go on our Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Or if you're already part of it, comment. Tell us your favorite actor and your favorite actress. Yeah. And then maybe by then I will have a thought and an answer. I have, like, different favorite actors and actresses for, like, different genres. And I don't know. It's weird. Like, I know who I like. And that's why when I don't like someone, I'm always surprised that I like something that they're in. But like with Sucks Education, I wanted to watch... Sucks Education. <laughs> sucks Education. Um, I wanted to watch it because Asa Butterfield was in it. And I like Asa Butterfield. He's like a little baby Ewan McGregor. And I've watched him like grow up. He was just a little tiny baby. And I like I was so excited that he had a popular show. It doesn't let me down because he only picks good stuff. And I think like good actors and actresses, you know that it's going to be good because they tend to choose a certain quality. Mm-hmm. You used to love Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, yeah. And I think I still do. But she became such a big movie star that she only does like gigantic blockbusters or super weird movies that I'm not into. Like mm-hmm. Red Sparrow and, and stuff like that. But good God. Truman Show, Eric's talking to the camera. Obviously, Truman Show had just come out and was a big deal. And they completely just were like, well, why don't we do the Truman Show? Um, So Eric is doing the Truman Show. Which is pretty much like on brand for Boy Meets World. They pick up on all the different like popular movies and TV shows and kind of parody them very often. So then we cut back to Chucky's and everyone is watching the TV that Eric is now on and like Jack Jack comes yeah. in Eric- everyone's like yelling at the TV and Jack comes in he's like what are you guys watching cuz they're just like ooh and next it's going to be shower time um and 
so Jack is like, what are you watching? And they're like, oh, we're watching this. And he leans over to see the TV and there's Eric with like sock puppets on his hands. But Rachel's in the background just in her towel. Mm-hmm. Not naked, just in a towel. Um, so Jack goes out. We got to, I probably pick up the pace, I guess, because we talked about actors and actresses for a hundred years. All right. So now we go to some sort of restaurant. Where it's brunch. Eric is not Eric. Sean is asking, getting an omelet. Getting an omelet, asking for extra gouda, being very like demanding about it. Corey comes around the corner and is just like, "Look what I got!" And he's got a waffle with a happy face on it. Blueberry eyeballs. And they're very excited about. And they're talking about the fact that they're going to give this to Mr. Feeney, and it's not inappropriate. They're just trying to. Um, if trying to be friendly with them, and if if they happen to get good grades out of it, then so be it. Right. So they take it over to him, and they're just like, "Look what we brought you!" And he's like, "Oh, this is great!" And they sit down, and they're like overly, like laying on the sugar. They're like just you look like, so ripped, and he's like, "Don't." I'm not the kind of person that likes to look a happy face waffle. In its happy-faced smile. But why are you doing this? So they basically say they need more time for their midterm paper. And he's like, you don't have to do all of this in order to get that. You can just say, hey, I need some help. Like, if you're putting the effort in, I will help you out. That's not a problem. We've had an educational relationship for years and years and years. Um, so they're all happy. Like, everybody's fine. And they ask for four days extension. And Feeney goes, three. And Sean goes, two. And Mr. Feeney goes, all right, two. So they get two, a two-day extension. Right. Um, but now we go back to Chucky's. Um, they're watching on TV again. Goldberg is there with, with more people now. Like, it's a hit, a hit Chucky's TV show. Eric is eating soup mm-hmm. out of a bowl, slurping, and he's like, and this is how you eat soup. And Jack, like, storms in and is like, Eric, why are you doing this? And uh, he's upset about it. And Eric goes, no, this is wonderful TV. This is live. It's unscripted. Anything could happen like this. And then he grabs Jack and starts dancing with him and has his arms around him. And Goldberg's like, see, I told you they were gay and like, like pay up or something like that. And then um, Rachel comes out and she's just like, what is going on? And Jack says like, you're on TV. And she's like, what? And He's like, yeah, Eric has been filming you this whole time. Yeah. And she, like, rushes out. And Eric Eric at some point says, like, he's only doing this because he needs to be popular and mm-hmm. he wants to get attention. And this is just, he he wants to create something to, to make people like him. Um, but anyway, Rachel storms out and Eric is like, what are you, what are you doing? And, and. Jack goes, well, there she goes. Like, that's the, that's, she's the one everyone's watching anyway. And Eric goes, why would they be even watching her? She's not even dressed. Oh. (laughs) So now we go back to the class. Or no, we go to classroom. Classroom or not, Tanya? Classroom. Um, Mr. Feeney's talking about Chaucer and their, their next assignment. And and then tells them that he's got their midterm papers ready and graded and he starts handing them out and uh sean and Corey both like flip their papers over at the same time they both got b's topanga also gets a b angela gets a b plus mm-hmm. um well topanga immediately after they get b she's like oh your your parents are going to be so proud what's this and she got a b too and she's like excuse me yeah she's very angry um, that she got to be that she got the same grade as the idiots behind her. Her basically boyfriend and and best friend. Best friend. Um, and so the guys go up to talk to Feeney after class to ask for an extension again on the paper on their next paper. And Mr. Feeney's just like, "Did you guys realize that your next paper was due yesterday?" 
And they were like, yeah, that's why we're asking for an extension. And he was like, did you even start it? And they were like, well, no, we're asking for an extension. And he's like, no. And he says, you guys don't even have to do it. How about that? And they're like, yeah, this sounds great. He's like, okay, so um, I'll just go ahead and give you your grades now. And they're like, even better. And he's like, okay, you both get Fs. You didn't like, do your paper. That's not even fair. Mm-hmm. And Sean is like, can you give us four days? Trying to negotiate with him again. Feeney is just like, no days. Uh, at that moment, Topanga comes in and is just like, Feeney, you old goat, and starts like chasing him around the school. Yeah. So the uh, Eric and not Eric. So Sean and Corey now are talking about how upset they are with Mr. Feeney. And we cut to the kitchen, the Matthews family kitchen. Yeah, we haven't seen it in a little bit. Yeah, with Amy and Alan. A very pregnant Amy. Uh Uh-huh. And Feeney. Um, George is sitting there drinking his coffee with them. And they're talking about baby names. About baby names, and I'm calling him George because he's in an adult setting now, and he's like, "Very know, adult." If if you haven't chosen a name yet, I do highly suggest the name George. And they're like, "George Matthews?" Like, no, that's not happening. Um, and so they start arguing about that, but like you know, like friendly arguing about it, and Corey and Sean come in. I I really love this line, Mister Feeney says. It's it's an old name with a lot of tradition. It it stands for watch out, the sheep are coming. And, and Amy's like, Watch out, the sheep are coming, Matthews. Okay. And then Corey and Sean storm in and they're like, What is he doing here? And uh Mr. Feeney, because he's Mr. Feeney again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an adult setting anymore? No. Uh the children have arrived. And he picks up his coffee, he's like, Amy, this coffee was so amazing, I'm gonna take it with me. And he walks out and, the door. And Alan is pissed. He's like, "You don't don't speak to him like that. And Corey and Sean start talking about how he stabbed them in the back. And he, he completely flipped the script on them. And they're just like, let's explain what happened. And, and Amy goes, it still doesn't give you a right to speak to him like that. And Alan says, I don't even want to hear what happened. You have no right to act like that. Um, which was yeah. true. Good start. Yeah, but, but uh, also, Corey is like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't punish mm. us. I'm in college. And Alan says, oh, yeah. yeah, well, I can hit you so hard you'll be back in high school again. So he's threatening bodily harm. Yeah. No, bad move, Alan. I So I thought it was a bad move until I realized... We jokingly threaten to hit our kids all the time. <laughs> Don't say that into a podcast. Into a podcast. Don't say that into a microphone. <laughs> but it's very clearly joking when we say it. Like, f- since Aubrey was little, if she did something ridiculous, I would say, I'm going to throw you out the window. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I'm going to hit you so hard. Like, Alan didn't seem like he was joking at all. Plus... He said things like this in the past. Yeah, plus he has kind of hit them before. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, less funny. Yeah. Less funny when it's actually happened, huh? But like, it was like glaring me in the face when I was like, oh, that's awful. And then I realized we're just like, yeah, you, I'm throwing you out the window. Right. And we've done that for as long as I can remember with all of the children. It, yes, but it's super different and we've never actually hit our children. That is true. And we don't even yell at our kids. We've never done it in like an angry way. It's always been like a... You're being ridiculous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, or they do something jokingly obnoxious, and we're like, "I'm going to hit you." But like, no, we're just being obnoxious with you. Right. Anyway, I guess it is different because we've genuinely never been any kind of like violent towards our children at all. Right. But. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Amy and Alan then explain that, like, Feeney doesn't deserve to be taken advantage of. Like, what they did was absolutely wrong, which for some reason, Corey and Sean thought that they were going to be on their side. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So now we go back to Chucky's. Well, and, and, and 
Alan throws it back in Corey's face where Corey was like, well, I'm in college. You can't do anything. And Alan says, you may be in college, but you got a lot of growing up to do and walks out. So, yeah, we go back to the apartment. Well, we go to Chucky's. There's just tons and tons and tons of people there at this point. It's a mix. First, first, it's just in the apartment. Rachel is like turning off the music and then it like pans out to a TV and then it's Chucky's. Oh, yeah. Um, she turns off the music and it keeps turning on over and over again because Eric is at Chucky's dressed in all black and a beret and he's got like a electrical panel in front of him and he's controlling things within his apartment. And to that I say, I'm pretty sure Eric doesn't have a job or any way to make money. And he somehow had the money to do all this stuff in his apartment. This was all just a reference to the Truman. Like, it was literally all ripped from the Truman Show. The director in Truman Show was wearing all black and, like, sitting in that dark room with, like, all of the buttons where he can make it rain. And, and spoiler alert, he makes it rain on Jack here. And it does exactly what it did in the Truman Show where it rains directly on Jack's head. And then he steps to the left and then it moves. Hi, Mr. Turner. And then it moves and rains directly on Jack. Yeah. Um, so Eric is using this electrical panel and um, Rachel is just like, she's pissed. She's having a hard time. Jack comes over. And he's like, Rachel, like, we've got to get out of here. This is getting ridiculous. He's controlling you. And because at this point, Eric has shown like he's telling her to do things throughout the apartment, like he's doing a voiceover in the apartment um, and telling her to go different places. And Jack is like, we, we have to get out of here. So they go they're like, uh, Rachel goes to open the front door and there's just like a brick wall there. Yeah. Um, and Jack's like the balcony. And she's like, we can't use the balcony it's up three floors and then uh eric's like well this is going to be interesting because the only way out is through the kitchen window and down the fire escape and uh jack all of a sudden goes there's a way out it's through the kitchen window and down the fire escape so they walk towards the sink and jack climbs out the window and eric turns on the garbage disposal from chucky's Yes. And Rachel starts freaking out and won't go near it, which, fair, like, there doesn't have to be a story behind that. I know, that's terrifying. (laughs) There's a garbage disposal going off that you're supposed to just step over? Right. Um, Anyway, but she's, like, freaking out, and Jack is like, why can't you do it, Rachel? And And Eric's like, yes, Rachel, tell him. And we get, like, a flashback scene, like a... And we see young Rachel, assumedly, because she has long red hair. And she's got a stuffed bunny. And she's like, okay, bunny baby, I'm going to put you down this hole where mom puts all the carrots. And she sticks bunny baby in the sink hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she says, I need to turn the light on. And then flips the garbage disposal switch. And bunny baby starts flying everywhere. Stuffing is all over little Rachel. And then we go back to now, Rachel. It's actually pretty traumatizing. It's It was traumatizing <laughs> to me watching it. Like, I was yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. This is wild. So we cut back to Rachel. And th- uh, her and Jack have, like, a little moment there. And, and everyone starts telling Eric, like, he's a monster. Like, how could you control her like this? And, and Eric is like, like, it's good television. And he says something like, where well, I created her. Um, and... She and Jack kind of work some stuff out, um, and she she works up the courage, and Eric uh, uh, encourages her over the loudspeaker or whatever. And so does everybody in Chucky's. Like, Eric's like, they're all rooting for you, Rachel. And uh, Goldberg comes over and is like, Rachel, I love you. And then Rachel gets the courage to climb over the garbage disposal into Jack's arms. Mm -hmm. And then she, like, pops back into the window and, like, does a little, like, bow. And everybody's clapping in Chucky's, and it's very cute. Yep. And then we cut back to Chucky's. Eric is doing his, like, 
oh, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank you, and I want to thank the the art department, and I want to thank uh, masonry and uh, the audiovisual department, and everything is going on. And he's like, and my friend Jack, and then Rachel like storms into Chucky's. Yeah, and he goes, "You got here incredibly fast," and she goes. I was incredibly motivated and he gets scared and Goldberg like gets in the way and she goes, get out of my way. And And he's just like, you're an Amazon woman. And she's like, move. And he falls out of the way. And then she storms over to Eric. Um, And Eric says like, Rachel, I did this for you. Like, look what we've created together. And, and you've, you've, Overcome your fears, and it was such a beautiful moment. And I created like, this. Touches her face, and she gently like grabs his hand, and he's like, "How bad is this gonna hurt?" And she flips him over the table. And then uh, it cuts to like everybody's cheering, and there's two really old ladies with pillows with Rachel's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was my favorite moment of the episode. All right, so now we go back to... Brunch. Brunch. Um, same situation. Sean's yelling about the Gouda. Um, Corey comes over, and he's made now a sad face waffle. And so they take it over to Mr. Feeney, and they give him his food. And Mr. Feeney's just like, why is my waffle so sad? And that was my favorite part of the episode. And... Corey's like, oh, because we're sad, and they make sad faces, and they they say that they wanted to properly apologize, and Mr. Feeney says, you don't have to apologize, you already did, um, we will move on, um, and they're like, well, but you know what, though, we went ahead and we finished our papers, we, we did our papers, because we want to properly earn our grades, and they hand it to Mr. Feeney, and he looks at them, and he pulls out his red pen, and he goes, I can grade them right now, F and F. And they're like, what? And they take everything away from him. Right. And he yells, what would a D get me? And they throw a plate back at him. Yeah. So, Um, again, they didn't learn anything. They didn't learn shit. Uh, Uh, So now we go back to the apartment. For the post-credits scene. The the credits are rolling right now. What? The credits are rolling right now. During Uh, this scene. Like, as the scene is going, the credits are rolling. Yeah, this is post-credits. So... Uh, Jack is talking to Eric and he's like, you know, you know, the plan backfired, right? Because all you did was you drew, you drew, you drove Rachel further into my arms and now we're closer than ever. And Eric is very upset. And what does he say? Oh, uh. He says, how do you live with yourself? (laughs) And Jack says, I don't. I live with you. (laughs) (laughs) And then Rachel opens the door and is like, get out. I have a date. And they're like, what? You have a date? And she's like, yeah, I finally found someone who loves me for me. And it's Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Yep. Tanya. Yep. How did you feel about this episode? It was fine. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel anything towards it. I I can't even say that I enjoyed it. It was like a filler episode that I would never watch again. mm um, it was just sort of nothing. I, I thought Rachel was adorable mm-hmm. and super charming. I thought the whole scene with Jack and Rachel as like their TV show progressed was phenomenal. Otherwise, I couldn't give two shits about this episode. <laughs> and that's, I, I don't think there's anything else I can say about it. Yeah. Cause it, there wasn't anything to it. I mean, you probably have a lot to say since you love Truman Show. I don't know. You should ask him. Me. Oh, Alden? Yes? How did you feel about this episode? Oh, uh, I thought it was fine. It was there. I agree with you. Like, it it wasn't uh, It wasn't bad. Like, I don't have anything bad to say about mm-hmm. it. I don't have anything great to say about it either. Um, Goldberg is great. Yeah. Uh, it's really sad that... I mean, I know he had um, drug problems substance abuse problems i don't i don't know how long or how far back that goes but um it's it's crazy that he didn't go on to do like anything 
major after this. Well, I think that's like our general consensus about everybody in this yeah. show. Like, like they genuinely got really good actors mm-hmm. to do this dumb sitcom. Yeah. And like, not the same way other sitcoms got. I think Family Matters got really good actors to do that show. But like, Saved by the Bell? No. Full House? Absolutely not. Like, none of the other sitcoms could even touch what Family Matters and Boy Meets World did when it came to the quality of the acting. Right. That's definitely true. Uh, but I, I just, he was so good and so quick and so funny. And like his whole scene with Eric at the beginning was so perfectly comedically timed and, and he looked sad when he was supposed to be, it was good. Um, yeah, Rachel was great in this episode. Uh, but the Truman Show stuff, I don't like, it wasn't good. It was just, it wasn't inspired by, it was taken from, right uh, right. which is not interesting at all. Like, you can absolutely make an episode about Eric thinking that he's being watched or Eric creating this experience and make it obviously inspired by the Truman Show. Right. But not make it taken from the Truman Show. Sort of like they did with like the Scream episode. Right. Like it was fantastic because it was Scream inspired and right. then it had a different twist including the ending. Right. If they had gone through that whole episode just like ripping things off from Scream and just done the whole like, hey, your favorite scary movie. Yeah. Um, I love Matthew Lillard, though. I, I love Matthew Lillard. Yeah, he's got to be up there. But he's done a lot of stuff I don't like, too. Yeah, anyway. like the new He's All That movie. He's in it. Oh, is he? Yeah. I wanted to kind of like just watch like five minutes of that movie just so I could see him. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good story. <laughs> Um, so I thought the episode was fine. I, you're, I wouldn't seek it out again to watch solo, but if it's on while I'm watching Boy Meets World, it's fine. Like, I don't, it was funny. There were parts that I thought were great. Um, but it was literally a no consequence episode. I mean, it was Eric trying to be popular and then failing while also doing the whole Jack, what, uh, what did uh, they say on the Facebook group? What did they decide on the the ship name? Was it was it Channing who decided on a ship yes, name? Yes, it was Jerachel. Jerachel. I I think so. Jerichel. <laughs> Channing, how do you say that? How do you pronounce that? <laughs> we need a voice memo. Thank you. Everyone was very into that idea, and it looks great in text, but out loud, out of my mouth, it sounds weird. Jerichel sounds like it would be in cats. Uh, Urkel. Oh no! I, it sounds like it would be like in cats. Um, what was I saying? That 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 was just stuff we've seen, mm-hmm. coupled in with stuff taken from Truman Show, which is stuff we've seen, and then Corey and Sean being dipshits to Mister Feeney, and expecting somebody to give them something because um, they know them, as we've seen it a million times, and then at the end. They didn't learn from it. We've seen that a million times. So it was an episode. Mm-hmm. It definitely wasn't one that I, I didn't think we were going to be talking about this for almost an hour. Uh, but we did. We did. Mostly because I can't think. I, it's so insane to me that I cannot think of my favorite actors. I can think of my favorite video game characters right now or my favorite voiceover actors. Those are actors. I know, but that doesn't. I'm talking about like screen actors. And most of them aren't on screen. You know, I, Travis Willingham isn't on screen, mm-hmm. but him as Roy Mustang is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura Bailey isn't on screen that I know of, but her as everything in the world is great. Ashley Johnson's on screen. It's true, but she's not in many movies or like, and I haven't seen Blindspot. That's true. Anyway... I could like I can name my favorite. I love having favorite things, right? Mm-hmm. I can't. It's it's bothering me that I can't think of a favorite actor. Like hmm. Simon Pegg's up there for sure. But oh yeah, but Nick I'd, Frost too. Both of them because Nick Frost is just such a sweet baby. Yeah, but I don't seek out movies or anything because they're in it. Um, I, I see. Know. I do like if I if I. 
find out that they are in something, either of them, I immediately want to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, Simon Pegg's in this, so I want to watch it. I think it really comes down to the fact that I just don't like movies for the most part. Um, but now I need to run through my brain on all my favorite shows to figure out who my favorite actors are. Good plan. Anyway. I mean, is... there was there was a tiny bit of time where I would have thought that, like, Chris Pratt was someone that you would think of as one of your favorite actors. I mean, he was good in Parks and Rec. And you loved Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But then Guardians of the Galaxy 2 wasn't great, and Chris Pratt did a billion other movies that weren't good at all. Right. Um, and he sucks as a person. Yeah, but I, I'm trying not to let that color my opinion. Yeah. Um, art is art. Um, and you have to be able to dissociate because people are going to be different than you. Um, Dave Batista is really good. Now that, now that you say Guardians of the Galaxy. Guys, I'm having a, a problem. This is really bothering this me. This is part of his midlife crisis. Yeah, punk rock and not figuring out my favorite actor. <laughs> anyway, anything else you want to say, Tanya? No. Just thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. I feel like this episode of Boy Meets world was kind of blah so then i feel like our podcast episode was kind of like eh, it was there it's a filler episode <laughs> we did a filler episode Woo! it's like a milestone we just crossed yeah it's our only absolutely our only filler episode there's not been another filler episode before this yep exactly i do think do you and we've talked about this with other shows get it We've talked about this with other shows, about how necessary filler episodes are for things that are going to be highly emotional. That's true. And I think we are about to hit that in this season. We're about like to hit we... it so hard that it's going to go back to high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And and it, there's nothing wrong with filler episodes. Like I right. said, I didn't hate this episode. I liked the episode. It was fine. Um, it just makes it hard to do a podcast and feel like you're... Saying anything of worth. Yeah. It's more like it's a palate cleanser to get you ready for like the next wave of like emotional roller coaster that we're going to be on for the second half of the season. Yeah. Because there's a lot that goes on. So. Let's let's find out next week on Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. Oh, where that can, was good. In the meantime, where can people find us, Tanya? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. And you can join our Facebook group. Just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar and you will get approved. And that's going to do it for us this week. Stay tuned next week when we talk about very important things. Uh, thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 6, Episode 10. Do good. Class dismissed.